Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So, you know, we haven't talked about it in a long time. What? The zoo. The zoo? Our yes, zoo? Our zoo. Yogi and friends? Yeah, I was thinking about it as, as we were walking Yogi just now. And you were feeding the Mr. Fluffy Cat. Our that, stray zoo? That we haven't really area? given people an update about our crazy animals and how they have actually changed quite a bit. They have changed quite a bit. I'll give you that. Olive is pretty much still Olive. She hasn't changed much. She's gotten a lot sweeter to certain members of the family as of late. How's she now? Like, I'll be laying in bed, just, like, playing a dumb game on my phone, or, like, checking email or something, and she'll come into the bedroom, and she'll rare at me, and then she'll sit on my hip and demand that I pet her. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Well, she hasn't changed towards me at all, because she, well, maybe she has, well, yeah, she hasn't changed towards me. She still hates me. You were just telling me the other day how now she trusts you so much, you can go into the bedroom while she's napping somewhere. And pet her, and she doesn't care. Yeah, she lets me. She trusts me, but she hates me. There's a difference. You can trust someone and not like them, like she does with me. I don't think she hates you. She's an interesting character in any event. But then there's Yogi. Yogi's biggest change is that he walks or his indoor walks are off leash. We have trained the demon to walk off leash. And he listens. That's mm-hmm. the best part. He has been very good. He likes his freedom, too. He loves it. To him, that's like the cat's meow, man. He loves mm-hmm. that. He gets to go where he wants outside and not get pulled around. He likes that. And I noticed like last night I was cracking up because he used to always find this one bush. And he never pees there, ever. But he will sniff it if you let him all night long. Mm-hmm. And I used to have him on the leash, and I'd give him a little bit, and then I'd thank, pull on that leash and make him move. Last night, he sat there for a good five minutes, just sniff, sniff, sniffing. And like he'd look, he'd sniff, and he'd look up at me like, yeah, I'm going to continue now. And then he'd sniff some more <laughs> and look up. It was, it was cute. He's not much different in the separation anxiety area, though. He's mm-hmm. still a little ball of nerves whenever we go out. Oh, like when you got out of the car earlier, and he was like, I'm going to scratch the shit out of everybody in this car. Which was only me, so he scratched the shit out of me. Because he was upset that you left. He's he's interesting. Then, then there's Pretty Girl. She's uh, fat and sassy. Yeah, she... Her anxiety level's gone down a lot, though. She's relaxing, and she's trying to be more and more friendly. And she plays with Olive. They gallop around. They rare at each other. They play. They wrestle. Which I don't understand because Olive is petite and Pretty Girl's a whale. But they wrestle. And Olive wins sometimes. Which tells you it's really playing. Yeah. 
But the weird thing about her lately is that she started abusing Parker. Yeah, it was like, really... Like, just bully harassing him. Yeah, like, not full-on attacking him like he was doing to her a while back. See, I don't know if we mentioned that, but Parker went through a phase where both female cats, you'd wake up in the morning, because we let them... What we started doing is, because we were getting tired of um, putting litter boxes in the bathrooms and stuff like that, is we just started letting them roam the house at night on their own. And when the kids aren't here, we leave the door open so we can kind of hear better. Um, When they're here, we close it. And a lot of times, Olive ends up in their bedroom anyway, so that's one less cat out here. But we started, we would come out and they'd be pissed off at him, like crazy pissed off at him. and couldn't understand why and then uh, you know that kind of passed there was a couple of really crazy fights that end with like scratches and blood though yeah and then that kind of passed though and then it's now and you've got um parker being harassed by pretty girl like he'll just be sitting somewhere and she'll like gallop up into the room and all claws out will pop him on the face Yeah. And she could do the same thing playfully with her claws in, but she she does the same thing to Olive, playfully with her claws in. She does it with him to him with her claws in. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's not over the top harassment, but it's harassment. Mm -hmm. I think she's realized he no longer has claws, and I don't mean we had him declawed. We put these fruity little claw caps, claw caps on him, so he has blue claws, soon to be pink claws. As he pulls them off, we have to replace and them. And it's so because he destroys the carpet if you don't. Destroys the carpet, causes fights, destroys, like, the couch, the furniture. But the side effect, and I swear it has to do with those nail caps. The side effect of those nail caps is he's been so affectionate. Right. Like, so affectionate. Like, climbing right up and, like, getting in your face that affectionate. Yeah, I don't know what his dealio is, but he's cute. He's interesting because he, all of a sudden, just like out of the blue, decided that, hey, I like these people. And he's really cute with you because when you're there with your computer, she always sits with her laptop on her lap, of course. And then she has a pillow to the right of her because I give her shit about using the couch as a mouse pad. I don't want like worn out holes in the couch because of that. And so she uses the pillow as a mouse pad. And he comes up and he will get like right on top of the mouse and then he'll kind of move to make sure that he's not on the mouse, but he'll be halfway on her, halfway on the pillow, and there's no way she can even move her arm because he'll lay himself over that sometimes. He gets as close as he can to her. Let's not forget, when Pretty Girl hopped up and cuddled with me and Parker got jealous and like she was against my leg in between me and the pillow. And then he sat on your lap. He like, yeah, he sat on the corner of my laptop and my leg. And then he, because my laptop is slippery, he slid onto Pretty Girl and caused an issue. It was ridiculous. The animals were. And then they got mad at each other and they both left. So I had nobody to cuddle with. <laughs> they're, they're crazy. And then we got the four guineas. Who are good? And they're, they're super cute. They're so cute. They are cute. And very vocal. And if I were to say a particular pig's name at the moment, they would squeak at you. But we won't do that because it annoys me. Because they're loud as hell. And we still have our two fishies. Well, 
We have it, one fish is different. We still have Gary. We talked about changing the fish in one of the episodes. Oh, yeah. It's interesting because I compiled show notes as I listened to the show. I remember almost everything we've talked about at this point. Like, I can almost recite. I couldn't tell you what the hell episode it was. That I'm not that good at. But I can tell you what was said. Like, we talked about it. Did we talk about the double hermit crab death? Um, no. We've never talked about it. We had three hermit crabs. Then one died. Then another one died. And then we added one. Yeah. So now we have two. And they're not dying because of neglect or anything. They're just, they don't seem that hardy. Given what I've read online about these hermit crabs, I think that the two we picked were a little bit sickly to start with. Yeah, Because it says online that if they don't move around a lot and, like, they stay in one place for long periods of time, all the time, like, it's it's okay when they're molting, but all the time, but they're probably sick and not long. Well, and that's why Mitchell's last one that he picked, this new one, it was moving everywhere. And they still do. So that's good. The two that we have are super active. That's good. So there you go. That tells you the answer. Um, but they're cool. They're just weird. And we uh, finally solved the humidity problem. Yeah. And we moved so them out of the damn closet so they get paid more attention to. At least by me. Mm, him I too. I saw him messing with it this morning. <laughs> so it's been, it's been an interesting time with the zoo. They're, uh, they're getting as much attention as they can get. Um, they're lucky because they're both, we're both home with them when we work. Yeah. So they like that. And then our outdoor contingent of our zoo is really just Mr. Fluffs now. Yeah. We think that one of the cats, the tiger stripe cat named Mr. Tiger Tiger, we think he got hit by a car. At just least looked... one of the three tiger yeah, stripe cats got hit it, by a he, car. He, he has, I mean, in all fairness, he has disappeared before for a week. And then just shown up. So, so we may be, we may we may be, be pleasantly surprised, but it's sad if he is gone because he was a very sweet kitty. And I think it's funny that, you know, there's this fluffy orange cat out there and um, we didn't give him enough credit for how smart he is. Because this cat was getting friendlier and friendlier and friendlier and friendlier with us. And we were going to capture him and get him adopted. I even found somebody who was going to take him. And then... We went to grab him, and Toria couldn't hold, didn't think to hold on to him tight enough, and he tried to scratch her. I let go when he clawed. So me. she let go, and he and all he had to do was see the crate that we were going to put him in, and he took off. And then it took us a long time to get him to come anywhere near us. But he's back to being. Friendly. He's back to being super friendly and loving. Um, but what's interesting, and Mitchell noticed it, and Alyssa noticed it, when he sees someone with a bag. Coming near him, not let you come near him. He knows that you're going to try to grab him. Or thinks you're going to try to grab him, because really, we haven't tried again. You know the real way that you'd actually end up catching that cat, if you think about it? Hmm. Somebody somebody goes past him before the food thing, goes past him and goes up to the car walk area, right? With a net. Then you go and talk to him. Well, I'm going to feed you. Meanwhile, that person comes down with a net. It might work. His head. Where he sits is a little bit of a furry area to do that, though, because there's so many yeah. bushes. You'd have yeah. to have somebody who is very skilled with him. Yeah. But it's a possibility. The only way is you're going to have to sneak up on him. I really think so. And he's a cat, so sneaking up on him is... Is difficult. Near impossible. So... We'll eventually catch him. 
He needs it, though. If we ever decide to move somewhere else, we're taking him with us. Yeah, he needs it because he's kind of... I feel bad for that guy. Solely because he was a house cat who was abandoned. Yeah. Let's be real. It's ridiculous. And yes, you're right. I mean, I felt bad for him for the moment. Do you remember what I did the minute I saw that note? We saw him. You called them multiple times. Right away. What happened with this cat, in case... You don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about what happened with him. Oh, my God. The girl cats are playing. <laughs> Pardon the jingles. Um, is he was the house cat of somebody who lived in the building. And the story they told in the note they put up was that he ran out of the house while they were packing. Them. Right. Okay. So then we see these notes go up. They moved out. And we contact these people multiple times to tell them their cat is roaming the building we know he's here come and get him and now it's been almost two years and they still haven't come for him yeah so these scumbags abandoned their cat like a bunch of assholes it's so so sad because he really is not that a nasty cat would matter a cat's a cat they're your pet right i mean like i said earlier and i'm only half joking that olive hates me I would never, ever, ever want something to happen to her. Hmm. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it would even be traumatized. I even used to say to you, like when Parker first came and he was kind of like a scaredy cat. And I mean, I understand why better now. That cat is very intuitive about things, and he felt abandoned. Yeah. And that's not her fault. No, she it's, had it to do what she had is. to do. But he was like, "What the hell's going on?" Because think about it. That poor cat went. From a place that he had been living. And it wasn't like she left and he got to stay there. Right. And it's not like he and her left to a new place. Like happened with Yogi when we came here. That kind of freaked him out. My presence kept him calm. Well, that poor cat had his mama leave. And he had to go to a new house. Not only that, and not only that, there's all these people running around. There's a dog that he's never had to deal with before. There's another cat. And then at first he kept, remember, he kept thinking that that was the other cat that lived at Ashley's house. And then he was, she was bopping him because she was getting tired of him bothering her. Kissing at him and, yeah, being and it was like, super mean. It was so bad. And that poor kitty went through hell. So it's no wonder he acted that way. But I remember telling you back then that, you know what? Even though this cat's so indifferent and I can't bond with him, I would never want anything to happen to him. And I, you know, honestly, that's because I love animals. I think animals are amazing. And, you know, they say it's true, too. You get a dog that's been abused by somebody. And generally speaking, depending on the depth of the abuse and whether they give them the ability to do this. Some people are so abusive, they just block them off completely. But if they're abusive to the dog and yet they still give the dog time to sit on the couch with them or whatever... The dog will give love back to the human being unconditionally. And that's the thing that I find so amazing. Mm-hmm. And like Yogi, he, he's cute because lately I've had to go to different meetings and things either in the morning or in the evening and be away from him for long stretches of time. And it's not normal. He's very spoiled because he always has one of us here at home or he goes out with us. Right. Because we work from home. So that's always interesting. Uh, but the long and the short of it is, whenever I come back, he has to like glue himself to my leg 
and just lay there and sleep. And he could sleep three inches over, but he doesn't want to. He wants to be touching my leg. And if I move a little bit away, he moves closer. He's um, he's a little neurotic, this dog. I mean, we know he was abused when he was small. He went through some serious crap, apparently. Because well, you adopted him at like a year old. They Maybe say he's a year old, and the doctor says he was more like 10 months. But somewhere, he wasn't a baby baby. Right. And, like, he's absolutely petrified of the blue. He's, a- or not balloon, broom. Broom. He's absolutely petrified of pillows. He's petrified of the vacuum. That's kind of normal for dogs. And, and here's the thing. Nobody, when, since we got him... Did nobody's terrorized him with any of those things? It's not like it's not like Mitchell thought he was being funny and was beating him with a pillow or something and that made him mad. Nobody did. Every single one of those neuroses that he has were from before he came to me. Yeah, and we've done blankets used to be on the list, but we've calmed the blankets to playtime and not terrified time now. Yeah, he'll even go under the blanket to sleep. Pillows are getting there. They're more play than terror, or they're just thing in his world. The vacuum is become a game. He's not terrified. Yeah, well, now he runs up. He runs up, wags his tail, and when you come near him, he runs away. And I think the broom is starting to be the same thing. So, like, over time, and with trust, he's not so afraid afraid of those things anymore. So cute, he's rolling around on the floor. He's funny. But, I don't know. I think I think our neurotic dog is probably the sweetest dog, too. He's so... Loving and kind and gentle. He's just such a nice little soul. And I love that little guy. He's cute. And we're going to put in the show notes, put a picture of each one of the animals. And if I have to, I'll take a picture of each of the guinea pigs. I think you should just take a picture of all four of the guinea pigs together. And then put them up. Um, well, I got The guinea pigs have a, by the way, guinea pigs have an Instagram. Oh, yeah. Four piggers in paradise. Word for F O U R. You'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes. We should have an Instagram for the entire damn zoo. Maybe we should just rebrand the Piggers one to be for the whole zoo. Maybe. Except that the following right now is like a crap ton of guinea pig people. I know, but there'll still be guinea pigs on there, so they wouldn't. <laughs> but some guinea pig people are weird. Like, it. I'll tell you, for instance, the biggest guinea pig group out there on Facebook, if you post a picture, you cannot have any other animal in the picture because they don't think that it's good for them to be around rabbits. They don't think that cats can be trusted around them. They don't think that dogs can be trusted around them. So they wouldn't like that picture I have of Henry on the back of the couch and Olive sitting like two feet behind him looking like he would eat him? No, wouldn't be allowed in the group. They would take it down if you put it up. So, you know, I don't know. We'll talk about that. It's inter- always interesting. Yeah, but go check out the Piggy Instagram. It may rebrand to be a Zoostagram. Yeah, we'll see. But four piggers in paradise. Look in the show notes. Look in the show notes for the pictures. Um, look in the show notes for an email address, info at yogispodcastnetwork.com to get in touch with us. The 100th episode is coming up here pretty fast, probably in the next month and a half or so. And we have prizes for you but hey if you don't enter you can't win so the way you enter is by emailing us at info at yogispodcastnetwork.com your favorite the nightly rant moment 
And then we got a bonus that I came up with on the fly one night. I'll wing it sometimes. But I like to make these little audiograms. And they're like little like minute to two minute audio snippets of a show. And they have like the little pictures. And some of them have like the text transcribed and scrolling by. What I'm going to do is top five um, favorite moments. I'm gonna use, if I use your moment, you get a $5 Starbucks gift card. Awesome. Maximum of 10 people. Awesome. If I use your mo- moment, that's what you get. That's another way to win. Oh, and by the way, you're still eligible. Just because you won that, you're still eligible to win one of the big prizes. Also, also, I feel like if you like our zoo and you like the pictures you're seeing of our zoo, you should send us a picture of your zoo. And I already know. Just one animal. Send us some zoo pics. I already know what I'm going to offer for the 200th episode contest, but we'll talk about that another time. Oh my God. Can we talk about that at like episode 175? Now I get to around 150. Okay. But I mean, you and I will talk about it. They're so cute. They're posturing with one another. Olive and Olive and Pretty Girl run out here together and then they stop and then they start walking away like, they're both kind of trying to act like they don't give a damn about the other one being there. So they're just kind of acting aloof. But they're like, they're like, they look like two men in the gym trying to flex their oh, chest muscles and strutting, you know? It was hilarious. And then they're kind of bumping into one another. And then here comes Olive. And I bet Pretty Girl went back the other way. So, got anything to add to tonight's festivities? I don't think so. But I'm going to try to take a video of those two doorknobs playing for everybody. Yeah, put and we can put it on put it on YouTube and put it in uh, show notes. All right. Yep. Well, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.